Y'all guess what? What? I'm Rosa. And you know, I'd rather take a shot of tequila than down a glass any day of the week. And that's my toxic trait. And I'm Felicia. And I'm liable to take a shot of tequila and still have a glass of wine. And that's my toxic trait. Anyway, before we get started, go check out our Instagram. We're at Y'all Guess What Podcast. On TikTok, we're at Y'all Guess What Pod. Subscribe on Patreon for the full video and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. Rate and review. Um, And let's get into the weekly updates. I want you to go first. Okay. So um, this week I'm focusing on getting back into intermittent fasting. Now my birthday is like right around the corner. So like, I'm not going to do it now, but what I'm doing right now is the research portion of the beginning of my weight loss period. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I'm getting started. I'm, I'm getting started to begin to really put my foot down. So, uh, which sounds like the lazy way, but I really like to delve in, watch all the videos, go all on Google, and and um, I'm not really like a gym goer. So now there was a point where I was like a gym goer. I went to this to this gym. It was it was expensive, but man, I loved that place. But even then, after a while, I did I stopped going. I'm getting ready right now. I'm doing my research. Um, I was going to start it. I'm already going to start making my moves, right? And start doing things intentionally and making focused changes as I make my way to actually get going on my intermittent fasting journey so I can, I need to get this way snatched. I'm supposed to be getting married. So, <laughs> and I'm going to be real ever since Rona, like shit has gotten out of, out of, out of line. Shit has gotten out of hand, you know? It'd be like that. So, yeah, I need to recollect my ass before (laughs) it gets out of scope. So, yeah, that's my weekly update. What about you? That's kind of the same, uh, like, wavelength I was on because I have been doing everything but starting to work out again when I was supposed to like two months ago because I'm going home to the Dominican Republic in a couple of months. And usually Mm -hmm. I'm like way more tone and like on my shit than usual. This year, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of shit going on, a lot of changes and just getting my shit together in general. So I haven't, there's a lot, like I've been busy. So tomorrow, I sound like them bitches on Instagram. Tomorrow (laughs) is when I start like officially working out again. So Good luck to us. We got it. Yay! Tomorrow yeah. you start working out. Tomorrow I start thinking about focusing on thinking about. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I start intermittent fasting. I think we can do it. I believe in it. Yeah, we got it. Um, we might be able to fast track it. We got to look good as fuck for this wedding girl. Oh, yes, ma'am. And we will. Um, besides that, though, I went to the strip club for the first time last night. Ooh. Let me tell you. I went with my friend, uh, my lesbian friend, (laughs) my lesbian friend who has hoes. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm not going to name her. I'm not going to expose her. Love it. She she got the hoes girl and she's a regular at the strip club. And so we walk in and she's treated like VIP. She literally got us a table in front of the stage, like the big stage. So we had front and center view. It was vibes, BYOB 
although I was too drunk to even remember to bring the tequila bottle. Like I was already like almost blackout before we even left. Um, but I still had fun. And okay, two. Wait, th- hold on. Mm-hmm. Are you a lightweight, Rosa? Sometimes I am. Like if I don't. You know what I think you are. Yeah, I don't drink for a while and then I find myself taking four shots back to back with these other bitches. Like I just dang, like I will black out. I will brown out or black out depending on how much y'all give me the drink. I blame, I blame. What is a brown out? It's like when you're you're not blackouts, but you, you're still kind of you remember some stuff, but you're not blackout all the way. You know what I mean? You're like in, in that in between. I'm mm-hmm. in that in between a lot. Like I last time I was brown out was at this fancy place in Tyler called Dakota's which if you're from in town, yeah, I know that's a fancy establishment. That's fine. It's I didn't mean to get blackout before going to Dakota's, but I was brown out, in and out. And that's when I think I told you off camera that I had put some bread in my purse. Um, like the bread. Wait, did they, you? I don't think you told me that. Okay, they have this nice bread there that they serve. <laughs> and I knew this going in. Like, I love this place. And I was completely blackout when I ate my food because apparently I ate my shrimp scampi and loved it um but then what I do remember is getting the bread immediately from the table into my purse that I remember the rest of the dinner I don't remember and the next day I'm like Selena where's my shrimp scampi like I thought I had leftover she was like bitch you ate that shit and you were complaining the whole time but you ate the whole thing <laughs> now you were complaining the whole time I was like, I complained she was like because it didn't have any pasta with it i was like shrimp scampi with no pasta that sounds like right that doesn't pasta. make any sense that sounds like some bullshit some overpriced bullshit fight me but Sorry. Um, anyway that's like in between brown eye and blackout but last night i was nowhere near that fucked up but we were you know tipsy whatever um mm-hmm. we come out of the restroom you know how girls go to the restroom together and shit we go in there um come out and there's this man that walks up to me looking like you know like my daddy like my stepdaddy um, and he's like, hey, what is your name? And uh, no, he said, where do you work? And I told him like the name of the company because it's like, you know, a thousand people work at the company. I'm like, you know, I work for this company, but I'm at, I work from home. And he goes, are you at this office by this and that? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And he was like, I'm Michael. Nice to meet you. I was like, nice to meet you, Michael. He was like, you're the most beautiful girl in here. And I'm like, hmm? how'd I- you find me, Michael? Thank you. you. What? what? You. Um, but I, I was like, thank you. And I walked off, sat down at my table. Um, an hour or so goes by and he I'm sitting there minding my business he walks up behind me and he's like sits down and I'm like hey no 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 I was like it's girls night I was like it's girls night Michael so like I can't and he was like oh I'm so sorry he walked off Um, and then two young dudes walked up to the table and were asking us I guess we were being kind of rowdy and we all were wearing hot pink to like on accident (laughs) and they were like I'm not celebrating something ladies they're like like, we know y'all are full of shit a bunch of bitches walk in wearing hot pink hell nah (laughs) bachelorette party or some shit and uh because we were fucked up and we you could probably tell um I was a newbie because I was probably acting kind of crazy because they were playing some good songs they were playing Bad Bunny anyway so these two young dudes about looking about 19, 20, you know, barely young enough, to, old enough to be in there. They walk up and they're like, what are we celebrating? And they said, they told the boys it was my birthday. I was like, whatever. So it's my birthday now. And the guys are like, hey, um, you want to dance for us? We'll throw some money on you. And I thought about it first. How much second. money? <laughs> I thought about it first split second and I even looked down. To What's the, the grand total? But I was just like, and my friends, I look at my friends and this other girl that was at the table and they were like, wait, this was at the strip club? 
This was at the strip club, and I looked at the guys. Oh, and I, that's disrespectful. That's somebody else's job. Exactly. I, I looked You'll at get them. your ass beat. <laughs> After thinking about it very hard, I was like, I looked at him. I was like, thank you, but it's okay. I shouldn't be doing that at the strip club anyway. Um, I was like, look at them. <laughs> I was like, look at them. They're, they're trying to get some money. Um, and my friends are like, you know, you should have, you should work here. You should apply here. <laughs> I was like, y'all shut the fuck up. Well, you sure as hell won't be broke no more. I say that much. That is true. That is true. Have that you is- seen P Valley? You know what? I just saw that on HBO. No, on Stars. And I'm gonna start it once I'm done with my current show because I've heard it's really good. I need to. So I had started watching it, but then I never like. You know me. How I am. <laughs> But I remember it was good as fuck. I was like, wow. <laughs> I started and report back. But like, honestly, it was so much fun watching them on stage. And like, some of them you could tell they were probably like in a whole nother world while they were dancing. But it was great watching them make, you know, all this cash while I'm sitting there at a nine to five thinking I'm doing something by working an office job and getting paid a salary while they're really doing this bitch. They're Make really your salary in three months. Literally. And so I had to like just humble myself real quick and be like, you know what? <laughs> up there like really doing better than I am. A hundred percent. I'm like, whatever. But it was fun. And my friend Taylor showed me uh, Meg's new song. I can't remember what it's called, but the new freestyle she dropped, the new song. And I just want to quote. No, I don't Miss Queen Megan. She said, and I quote. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be taking plan B's all summer because I am planning to be stuck with you. A moment of silence. (laughs) Yeah, so I just, I felt that. I heard that and I felt it and I'm just going to internalize that and anyway. Um, What do we have for Felicia's review this week though? Oh, okay. So, you know, I told you earlier um, in the day, you know, I was kind of in the dumps. I don't know for why. I just, I was just like, uh, whatever, you know, not really particularly upset or anything like that. Nothing happened to me. It just was, and it wasn't even one of those lazy bones days. It was just like an over it day. And I'm like, it's a Saturday. What the fuck? Anyway, so it was like really dumpy. And so I was like, this was later on in the evening. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put on the other guy. Shout out to Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg because these idiots, okay, I fucking love them. They're geniuses. Because honestly, like when you're watching the movie, you're like, what the fuck? This is a dumb movie. It's funny though. (laughs) But it's so funny. Like, and it's still so good. Like I watch, I watch that movie like on my free time. Honestly, like both of them together, I'm just like I fucking love it. But truthfully, Will Ferrell and and Mark Wahlberg, um, both together and apart, like are just incredible. I agree, though. I love the other guys. That's such such a funny, like genuinely cackling ass funny movie. Bro, not even ten minutes in. I actually had to check the time stamp because I was like, it's such a shitty mood. And like, I start the movie, I'm like, I'm probably not even going to watch this for real. It's just going to have, just to have something to play, you know, while I'm sitting there being, I don't know, 
uh, <laughs> in my first world problems, you know what I mean? Where I'm in the dumps, bitch. I got the luxury to be in the dumps. Isn't that wild? Love that shit. So anyway. We all have them. That's our right? problem. So I'm watching it. Not even 10 minutes in. I am L O L E. <laughs> and the whole movie, I am just L O L E. And I was like, man, I thank you. It was just like shifted. I like, you don't have any choice but to feel better, you know? I, I feel that way about the show Outlander. Like, there's certain shows that I watch it and I'm instantly like in a better mood. Like, I could be fucking depressed. Cause like, mm-hmm. don't feel hard on yourself. Sometimes like nothing could, specifically could be wrong. We're just like depressed because it's depression. Nothing has to be wrong for you to feel like that. We all have days like that. It happens. Thanks. So anyway, yeah, that's it for Felicia's review. Check out the other guys. Now, I think it's a good time for you to give us a moment. Oh, yeah. Thank you for bringing it up. Today, we're going to have a full-on astrobitch moment. We're going to talk about, well, first, we're going to touch quickly on the TikTok hoes, astrology hoes, trying to fear monger people because it's eclipse season in Taurus on the store on the Taurus Scorpio axis and so everybody's going to be affected but especially those signs you know like fixed mm. signs too um but they're trying to fear monger people making it sound like everything's going to fall apart and that's not what it means it's just a time of transition a time where some people are going to have it harder than others like you or you know anybody with oh the- is that what that is like yeah anybody mm. with Taurus or Scorpio placements or like opposites of those um mm-hmm are going to experience a lot of shift and like you kind of have started to experience that but like you're going to be moving soon so just stuff like that like your shift in your environment mm. shift in thinking shift in the people around you and the things that you make important like a lot of uh priority prioritizing during this time and so it's going to be harder for some more than others but everybody's going to feel the effects it's nothing to be scared of it's just like a tower moment it's just like shit has to fall apart for better stuff to come. So, but also Her. on that note, um, and we can stop talking about the TikTok bullshit. Um, anything that doesn't work out for you during this time, anybody that leaves you doesn't, you know, doesn't things don't work out during this time. It's not meant to. That's all. Okay. So, next, we're gonna talk about astrology parenting hacks because neither one of us are parents but like this actually helps any individual learn more about their chart but if you're a parent which i have a lot of we have a lot of friends that are um i just want to preface this by saying the stuff i'm going to say um it's just under the umbrella of astrology is meant to confirm things and not replace your inner guide because like, for example, I showed my friend her newborn baby's chart. You know, he was just born like a few months ago. And I pulled up his chart because she started to get into astrology too. And she's like, oh my God, tell me what you find. Like, I can't wait to see like, you know, how his personality is going to be. So I pulled it up, Felicia, and he's a triple mm-hmm. Aquarius. He's oh, an Aquarius sure. sun, Aquarius moon, and Aquarius rising. And I think he has an Aquarius um, <laughs> oh, uh, 
So this boy is like gonna be a leader of some sort. Like he's gonna be. I said, it sounds like he's gonna be hard headed as fuck. <laughs> he's gonna be unique as fuck. But like the fact that Aquarius people represent like innovation and uniqueness, and he's got all of that Aquarius in him. Like I, had, I told her I was like, bro, I've never seen a chart like this, but this is amazing. Like he's gonna be an amazing human being. And what's crazy is that when I was telling her stuff that I was finding in his chart about like his personality. Um, she was like I'm not surprised like this is crazy the stuff that I was telling her about how um, I can't even remember the specifics but she was saying that she already was seeing a lot of those personality traits in him even though he was like a fresh ass baby like just came out of the womb Um, she could already kind of confirm a lot of the things she was already seeing in him with his chart so we're gonna get right into it so first you're gonna look into the rising sign you have a sun moon and rising Uh, listen to the old episodes to get into how to find this, um, you can go to astro-astro.com or astro-seek.com to pull up your whole chart. And with their birth time, you can know they're rising. The rising represents their personality. Um, it's the rising sign is in your first house, which is the house of me, the house of I am dot dot dot. Our personal self and everything about us is represented. Everything that draws a reaction from our surroundings or from others is represented by this sign. It also describes the childhood environment or their perception of it. Because, you know, as kids, we sometimes see things, you know, as different than what was actually going on. We all have our own perception. Um, Then we get into the moon sign and what house it's in. So you find out the moon sign. Let's say you're a Capricorn moon. That means that it's in the second house. So that means its own thing, too. Um, It tells you how they process their emotions. If you can figure out what their moon sign is and what planet and house is in is in there. Next one is your Chiron sign, which is like how you can help heal their inner wound. Everybody has an inner wound. It's like everybody has a good uh, positive aspects in their chart and the detrimental aspects and detrimental doesn't mean it's like, oh, so horrible. It's just like stuff we all have to work on. Everybody has their own inner wound. You can help them with that. Specific house placements, um, look and see what sign is in their third house to see how they communicate in their daily lives and in their early learning style, like elementary through high school, like this helps you see that. Their fourth house tells you what sign is in there, tells you to see what they need to have a happy home. Um, So again, you would find what sign is in that house and then what house, what that house and planet represent. Yeah, but that's it. It's just good to know. You know, it's like good to know your own chart, of course. But if you have any family or, of course, your own kid that you could look up this stuff, it helps a lot. An Instagram page that we would recommend with that is on Instagram, you can follow Luminary Parenting at Luminary Parenting for some IG content on this stuff. Um, And then a book to read, a few books that came up that disclaimer I haven't read them but they came up like very highly <laughs> highly recommended for this kind of stuff you know when I'm a parent I probably will read them but um if you mm-hmm. want to delve deep in this Brianna Saucy S-A-U-S-S-Y wrote a book called called Star Child highly recommended for this stuff and then the uh one called The Stars in Your Family by Sylvia Friedman as another another good resource for that because like you know our friend our mutual friend she has a seven-year-old and she's 
she's doing gentle parenting and she's like mm -hmm. reading audiobooks on it and like you know following pages that talk about this stuff reading books on it because there's no handbook on how to be a parent but you can learn different tactics and different ways to understand them and help them in like in a way that breaks curses remember we're talking about breaking curses a lot like we're doing it a different way <laughs> okay like our mm -hmm. way which is not the perfect way but it's our way so anyway it's a different way yeah it's just a different way and like every generation hopefully we can break more curses and do things different um like we wish kind of things would have been handled with handled. that exactly handled with that. i saw what's funny is i saw a post that said um i wow that's crazy i literally just saw it this morning and it said that um the person you are today is the person you needed when you were young to have a safe home or right. to feel safe or something like that like mm -hmm. the um like the life that you've created or, or the person that you are now and the home that you've created now is what you would have needed when you were a kid and yeah. I thought that that was so that one made me go hmm very interesting <laughs> very true and very powerful that oh, we know. We are now as adults trying to learn how what to what we needed ourselves. when we were young. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah that's, that's all I have for the astrology segment this week. But it's good to keep in uh, in mind for that. If you have any questions on how to find any of these, let us know. Or if you have questions on any of these signs or placements. All right, so we're gonna get into um, our segment for the week, and we've got older sibling shit. Mm. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. We gotta start. So I am the queen of talking about being an older sibling and how that affects like your everyday life. Like literally my routine and how obsessive and kind of like a control freak I am is I think rooted in that. Like just how I'm used to being that older sibling that people look up to. Um, mm -hmm. And it's funny because me and my other sister, Anna, were the oldest two of the four that my mom had. And the youngest two have their lives completely together. Like one's going to be an accountant. The other one's going to be a pilot. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. They're, they got their shit fully together. Me and Anna, on the other hand, and she won't care that I'm calling her out. Um, yeah, it's a different story. Hers, she's got her shit even more together than I do. And I'm the oldest. So it's like, in a way, I feel like I, not to take the credit or anything, but I feel like I'm I, good. you set I, them up. I helped them. Like I basically was like a guide on what not to do. And so they got to, they got to do life the right way. And I'm like, you know, I'm here for it. I love y'all support y'all. It's like older sibling shit to have to like be the guinea pig for everything. Cause like my parents didn't know every, a lot. My mom was an immigrant too. My stepdad's from here, but you know, different generation, different time. So yeah. Yeah. But that's all I'll say about that. Except I want to just tell the story of a time where I had my own car as the oldest was a shitty driver some people would say i'm i still am allegedly i think you still are aren't you i feel like you said that that's another I think story. you said that i'm okay <laughs> it's alleged it's alleged on the streets <laughs> i was in my damn car it was an old car but mine nonetheless and i got in trouble because my mom went through my damn purse my new michael kors that was hitting at the time and she found a little paraphernalia we'll call it that and she mm -hmm. got upset and I got ground. I don't know if you remember, but um, I got grounded for six months. I almost couldn't go to prom. Like she grounded me the fuck out of me um, forever what? and grounded me for my own car. So Anna was driving me to school, to high school in my own car, bro. <laughs> I was like, this is some bullshit. This is some fucking bullshit. I, I was like, this is horse shit if I ever seen it. Anyway, 
If you're listening, mom, I love you, but I was fucking pissed. Well, I was in trouble and that's what it is. It's whatever. But yeah, so I was grounded as fuck and my sister was taunting my ass and then she ended up driving, hitting somebody's mailbox in White House and uh, driving off without my bumper, bro, in my car and then returned it to the <laughs> house, got a bumper and was like, I don't know what happened. Oh, Really? I'm dead. That's too much. What do you mean you don't know what happened? Damn, that was a strong mailbox. Poor bumper had no chance. <laughs> that was either a weak bumper or a strong mailbox. Was it like the ones that were covered in brick? Maybe I don't know, but she damn it took it off and she then we were like, what the hell happened? She's like, I don't know. We're like, you were driving it. Nobody <laughs> else had access to the car, sis. What the fuck? What the fuck? I'm dead. Yeah. She's crazy. What's funny is, so me, I'm not the oldest, but I am the second. I'm the second out of four. So it's like, I do have that responsibility. And because me and me and my sister, my older sister, we're not that far apart. We're only like a year and some months apart. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like a weird dynamic, but I was definitely like, she was definitely still the oldest. And I was just kind of like along for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I like, I like still had the responsibility of being an older sibling, but I had the freedom of creativity. So I'm just fucking Mm -hmm. out here. And what's wild is that I really be done with the shits, like as fuck. I really be done with the shits. And it's okay because I'm not the oldest, but what's wild is that I feel like they still don't trust me. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, I clocked you. I'm just not going to say shit. Like, Girl, you get to act like a middle child. I'm not that sibling. I am the middle child. Uh, you're one of the middle children, so you get to act like that yeah. middle child. And it's funny because you I, and Anna are both Gemini risings. And you both have know. Taurus placements. Like, she's a Taurus moon and you're a Taurus sun with a Gemini mm-hmm. rising. So, like, the vibes, like, I know exactly what you mean. Like, when me and I'm Anna get like, together, we're like this. Just like when me and you get together, we're like fanas. Like, yeah. My mom will say that me and my brother, so me and my younger brother, he's, we're five years apart. And then me and the baby are like 12 years apart or something like that. So we'll get together. And my mom will say that me and him are best friends. And I'm like, where did you come up with that? But okay, like I'll accept it. (laughs) I'm just like, I just, I'm just like, look, don't get me in trouble. Don't get you in trouble and don't break shit don't get hurt that's all I ask that's all (laughs) I'm minding my business you're mind like we're just gonna there was okay so there was this one time I was literally I was at home and we were in the front living room and I was talking to my mom and I think my stepdad was there as well we were just talking and like we're having a conversation and you know me like what inside voice right Mm -hmm. so (laughs) so we're talking and I just see like and it the way it's placed too it's in such a way that where my parents are at like they won't be able to see what's going on um on this side so the stairs are coming down and right next to the stairs is the laundry room which leads to the garage right so I'm talking to them. We're just having a conversation. My placement is by the dining table. And I just see <laughs> a girl that I have never seen before. 
on the floor or that I had like barely recognized, like on the floor, flat as hell, just making her way out. And I see my brother. <laughs> what? She's, they're like hunched down. And I saw that. Meanwhile, I'm in the middle of a conversation with my parents. I see that shit. Me and my brother make eye contact. And I just kept going like it wasn't even happening. I kept them engaged. I was like, da, 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 da. I even got loud and laughed a little bit when they opened the second door. (laughs) I was dying. Doing the most. And luckily, the garage door just happened to be open. Oh, my God. That's crazy crazy i was like (laughs) i was like where did you get the chutzpah where did you get the cojones where at sir where oh my god we sneaking bitches in upstairs at that he ballsy oh shit i love that that's funny i love this segment because we have so many like older sibling chronicles i already thought of another story that involves my little brother and me doing some sketchy shit and having to pay him off like a fucking el trapo like, <laughs> i don't know man i'm gonna have to yeah i don't think my brothers have ever bribed me but here's the thing though like we're not really that badly behaved at least not together that's why i say they probably don't trust me because like but also i don't get into that much shit you know what I mean so I'm like how much shit could they possibly be getting into and if they are getting into shit I have no idea what it is and well my sister's in California she got a whole family like she's she's only getting into literal shit like changing that decision literally shit (laughs) literal shit right now whereas um you know me I'm just inside and then there's my brothers one's in high school one's in college so I mean I was in college and that's when I was getting into shit but not anything I'm gonna tell them about (laughs) so mm -hmm. with us there's so many step siblings too which they bring a fun dynamic to the whole the whole sibling lot because there's so many of us Mm -hmm. like there's there's nine of us wow yeah, there's nine because my mom had four, my stepmom had four, my stepdad already had one. And then so like all of us are nine. And then me and this uh and my one of my sisters, Ashley, are the oldest two of the nine by like a few months. So me and like me Oh wow, and, so you're all kind of like the same age. Well, me and her are a few months apart. Yeah, for the most part, we are the same age, except for the twins. They were born. My dad and stepmom had them like 15 17 years ago they actually today's their birthday they just turned 17 today i'm pretty sure um oh my god yeah pretty so sure <laughs> well because on they live in tokyo so that's my excuse like i can't i don't keep up with them as much as i should anyway but yeah i'm like y'all know i'm down with the shits right but i'm sure they know <laughs> i'm sure they know sis <laughs> They still don't trust me, which is wild because I'm like, let's get into some bald and ho shit. But I'm old now, so <laughs> they're looking at me like, bitch, you're 30. We don't trust you. You the ops. They're like, <laughs> Beds, bro, get away from here. Right. I'm too old to be getting into shit anyway. That's how you get a felony. Speak for yourself. All right. So that's it for the uh, older sibling shit segment. Now let's go ahead and get into our. Uh, Let's get into the hot topics. Okay, so 
the hot topics for this week are a plenty. Okay. I'm going to start it off by asking for your opinion mm-hmm. on this conspiracy theory on the internet. It goes okay. like this. It says that Will Smith and yeah, we're going to stop talking about the slap. We're getting into like the, the aftermath of the slap. Okay. So <laughs> there's a conspiracy theories on the internet saying that he is a Scientologist, like Tom Cruise, you know, and Leah Remini, that culty religion or whatever. Allegedly, mm-hmm. I don't even know enough about Scientology to say that it's culty, but that's what they say. So they're saying that the way he slapped him, it's like part of that religion, like a Scientology thing. There's like a lot of um, threads about it on the internet now. So what do you think about that? Do you think, could you see Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith's and their family being into some culty shit like that? Because I could. You know, (laughs) the thing is that it had crossed my mind. I literally saw that and I thought to myself, oh my God, somebody's going to say that this was an initiation to the Illuminati. Literally. (laughs) You know, something like that. So I thought that was funny that you brought it up. But um because as we thought they're already saying that now why was that my first thought because clearly it's believable right like you're like hmm that's interesting because that's just so incredibly out of character and why is he so mad and as far as cults go Scientology like they say it's a religion but like not like it's a cult anyway so um, Now, I haven't seen the, um, I haven't seen the Leah Remini documentary. I need to uh, take a look at it and see what's going on in there, because I know that there's a lot of stuff to really divulge there, but it's honestly still so integrated, and I think that they still have a lot of power that, you know, she's kind of like the only one speaking out or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, um, as far as cults go, like, Anybody can get looped into that shit. And Jada, um, even though she's a very strong-willed person, I think that the type of um, willingness and openness she has for spirituality and understanding might leave her vulnerable uh, to Scientology. Now, I don't know them personally, so I could just be full of shit. But, I mean, it's believable. Yeah. Any anybody can really get roped into that shit. So yeah. I have another totally unrelated question, but this is a hot topic. Yeah. Uh, do did you used to watch America's Next Top Model back in the day? Mm-hmm. So a bunch of clips have resurfaced because uh, this is stuff that like we watched when it was coming out live back in whenever in the two thousands. I was obsessed right. with America's Next Top Model. Me and my sisters were, but. Now all these clips have resurfaced because Gen Z has decided and others on the internet that they want to cancel Tyra because of the problematic shit that they would say on the on the show and the problematic stuff they would do on the show, which arguably it is problematic, but for the time, not like- But it wasn't then. That's exactly what they were looking for. Like they said that shit because that's what it was. That's why the show was a hit because they were, I mean, they were like just diving into what was- popular at the time like all the modern mm-hmm. industry shit was uh, it was applicable at the time obviously now the industry hasn't changed much but how you portray it on inner on tv and reality tv especially is not going to be the same so it's like they're right. trying to pull all these clips and like retweet them or whatever because you know twitter is like the cancel culture land over there and <laughs> they're like 
resurfacing all these tweets talking about how problematic this stuff was so they're trying to comfort tyra and cancel her at this moment and i'm not down like it's it's not that she's gonna bring that into 2022 that's that's what she was doing back in the day y'all need to leave tyra leave tyra alone leave tyra alone what the fuck you know i have been seeing that on the social media um (laughs) notice how i'm always like on the social media because i've no i don't ever remember where i was at but i i've seen like clips and stuff where they're like oh they're telling a uh somebody telling a girl that she's not pretty enough to be or some shit like that and i'm just like is this that shit from 2002 when everybody was shallower than a puddle this is the same time frame when low-rise jeans were cool and i know that y'all are trying to y'all are trying to bring him back please fucking stop stop <laughs> oh my god the low-rise jeans you couldn't bend down because your crack would be out i couldn't breathe because i was trying to have my long hats not come out of the sides Holy we didn't god. like it then we don't like it now i got too much ass for the low-rise <laughs> But yeah, we'll leave that there for the hot topics. I want to hear your experience, friend, with mm. get into our topic for the uh, for the week, which is living with a partner or living with another person. What kind of experiences have you had living with a friend, a boyfriend? Um, I see that you put on there like caddy roommates. Like what experiences have you had? Yeah, so like I haven't lived with a partner per se. Um, like I've... Uh, definitely like Xavier's been down to visit right and he's had like extended trips where he'll stay with me for like a week or two right but I've never um you know lived with like a boyfriend or anything like that now I have lived with roommates so when I was going to um so after I got my associate's degree I went ahead and went to university and um, when I got there, I got, you know, those student apartments where like it's an actual apartment, you're not living on campus, you share the common rooms, like the common area, the living room, the dining room and the kitchen. So you would have your own room and your own bathroom. I, okay, so I, when I moved, I was in my first apartment for literally 12 days. And yeah, I was there for 12 days by the time I finally was like, y'all need to put me in a different apartment because these fucking girls are, it was too much. Like within 10 days, like it was too much. And then come to find out, they're telling me that these girls have a history of being difficult. They can't keep a roommate. They're always, you know, getting up. I'm like, why would you put me there? Girl. With these girls, I was in there with these three white girls. One of them was from Iowa. Oh, yeah. And she kept talking about how she was from like this area that was so tough and how she kept getting into fights. And but she only talked about that type of stuff when I was around. So I'm like, what are you trying to do? What the hell? What's going on? Are you like, Like you know how somebody will pump themselves up to be like, oh, don't mess with me type shit. Hmm. So that kind of thing. They were honestly terrible. They were honestly just freaking terrible. Immediately they had problems. And it was crazy because they were actually disgusting. Like there was like the same dishes in the sink for like a week. And when you live alone, you can do that. But there's three other bitches in this house. You got sugar and toast crumbs all over the counter. We have ants already. We just got here. Mm Mm-mm. 
mind you, I didn't say anything. And then I was in my room and I heard them on speakerphone, right? And they were saying some real ass racist shit. And I was like, you know what? I do not feel safe. I need to get the fuck out of, like, I was just going to eat that shit and just not talk to them because I don't have to, right? And then we get into a conversation and they're mad at him. And I find out that the main reason why they had an issue with me to begin with was because on the first day that I moved there, I didn't want to go out to the club. Girl. Like, bitch, I drove six hours to get here, unpacked everything. I don't have to go out with you. I just throwed. I don't even be going out for real. So what do you do? Yeah, grow the fuck up. <laughs> I just met you. Grow the fuck up. Right. <laughs> but my second batch of roommates were okay. Like, it wasn't bad or anything like that. So, yeah, that was my experience. Um, I've never lived with a girlfriend. I've only lived with guys or, like, lived by myself, you know, besides my parents, obviously. Um, and mm. I will say... My parents try to pressure me into like getting a bunch of girl roommates after high school because they wanted me to save money on rent. And even back then, I told them, I was like, I'm not living with bitches. I'm not. And I don't mean bitches as in like rude girls. I mean, like, I'm not living with girls at all because I know how girls are. I know how I am. (laughs) And I'm OCD as hell. And I've had girlfriends um, like bring up, hey, we should move in together. Like, you know, we, we could save on rent. We're together all the time. Anyway, I'm like, listen, girl. I love you enough to not live with you because right. much as we would save money, we would, you know, save money on groceries and stuff like that. You don't want to live with me either. I promise you, because I just know how I am. Like my girlfriend's coming to stay with me for an extended period of time. It's like a sleepover. That's different. But living with somebody, that's not, that's not the vibe. Um, <laughs> it really isn't like there's just a freedom to living on your own that you just cannot achieve. Um, and it's weird now knowing that it's going to go back to a different, uh, dynamic for me. Cause I will be li- living with my fiance eventually, oh, yeah. but, and I'm like, oh, that's going to be interesting because, <laughs> you know, I'm so used to being on my own. I know. I love living alone, dude. Like it's honestly it's worried incredible. how much I love living alone. I love being right. Like it's it's just such a great feeling to be able to come home after work or whether you work from home or not, you know, be home when you want to do what you got to do, turn on your show. Like happiness to me is having some takeout or like food on my plate and turning on Netflix in bed. I eat in bed. Mm-hmm. That's my toxic trait as well. I love eating in bed. It's so fun. <laughs> but uh, it's incredible. Living with a guy though is a whole nother story. It, for me, because I'm a weirdo, I like living with a guy as long as he's hygienic and like respectful or whatever, because I really don't even mind like doing their laundry, cleaning, whatever. I'm such a cancer son. Like I love doing that shit. Like I love waking up and getting breakfast ready. I love making lunch, dinner, you know, cleaning up. I will not let him touch a dish, you know, as long as he does the manly shit. You know what I mean? It's like a give and take. Mm-hmm. You handle certain Like shit. just take out the trash, sweep the floor. Mm-hmm. You do you, I do me. Exactly. And I, I don't mm-hmm. mind doing that and picking up after a guy. It's when the guy is disrespectful, you know, like to having people at the house at all hours of the night type shit, you know, that mm-hmm. that has become a thing before. Not too bad. But like, for the most part, I've been lucky to only live with guys that are uh, hygienic and stuff. They was cheaters, but at least they were clean. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit <laughs> <laughs> but you know isn't it crazy to think of felicia like people that 
tell you that you should be married and then move in together. Like you can't live together until you're married. I'm like, that is a recipe for disaster. I'm sorry. Right. I'm like, I feel like, I feel like I gotta, I gotta, mm. but also too, like I'm already a sinner. Right. But like, it just feels like a different kind of sin. Like I can be, I can be kind of a bitch about my shit. So I gotta, I kind of need reassurance that you can't just fucking (laughs) dip out whatever you want. That's a good point. But like, I don't know when you're moving, moved in with somebody, like how easy is it to get up and move? Like, yeah, it is when you're not married, but like, is he going to do it over you bitching him out over a shirt or whatever? You know, like, I don't know. But would I be bitching him? Like if I'm bitching you out over a shirt, like I'm mad about something else. Okay, so that brings, shit, sure. that's a good transition because the other thing I wanted to say about living with somebody is this interesting reel by the holistic psychologist on Instagram and mm-hmm. she and her partner post a lot about like uh, the dynamics of living with somebody and they're two women. So like that's a completely different dynamic too. But she's mm-hmm. talking about how nagging or nitpicking your partner can be a sign of nervous system dysregulation. So like what you just said, if you are nagging or like bitching your partner out or nitpicking something that they're doing, it's not even about what he dropped on the floor or the food he left or whatever. It's right. about you and you. That's like your fight or flight response because you're dealing with something else going on with your system being dysregulated. And so I want to read what she was putting in the reels. I kind of screenshotted it. So she said, when a person's nervous system is dysregulated, they feel stressed and anxious without being able to cope with their own emotions. They can project this onto their partner. This can create a situation where the other person also becomes dysregulated, hypervigilant because they feel like something's wrong all the time and feel like mm-hmm. they're walking on eggshells around you. Um, chronic nagging makes the partner feel unsafe and it blocks your emotional connection. Um, learn to regulate your emotions and self-soothe, which is what a lot of babies don't learn to do from infancy. When you have an urge to nag, take a walk, do breath work, or express to your partner that you're feeling anxious and you need support right now, or you need space. Um, which I think is so important to talk about because as adults, we don't think of us having tantrums, but adults have full on tantrums. We just show it. Full on fucking tantrums. You're just an asshole instead Mm -hmm. of like, crying exactly you're just kind of being unreasonable or whatever it is we express it in other ways and that's how we know how to self-soothe that's how we like uh condition ourselves to do it and honestly that's Mm -hmm. a lot for me too because I find myself not so much recently but like in in my toxic relationship I was always nagging him because I was dysregulated because of insecurities of other shit like my own personal life wasn't together like I just was not happy in general and I didn't mm-hmm. have I didn't have the knowledge to be able to say like, hey, babe, I'm not feeling like having this conversation. I'm not feeling like being all up on you. Like I need space right now. And we had a big enough mm-hmm. house to where I could have got it, but I just didn't know how to say those words. So I just was like bitching. And I'm not usually a nagger like that. Like I'm not. So, I, you know, I like that I saw that because that totally makes sense to why I would ever nag. I agree. That definitely resonates i think it's always it's always something deeper there's always something else going on yeah when it comes to those teeny tiny things let's get into some questions though because we've got some mail bitch 
Oh, yes. Let's check our mail. So I'm going to go first. Um, we've got one where it says cringy crushes. And I know exactly what this person is talking about. So they want to know, you know, they said, what were you thinking at the time? And uh, what do you think now? And we all know about that cringy crush. You know, you know that, you know, that crush where like at the time, like you were just like head over heels for no reason. And you think about it now and you're like, why the fuck was I so into this guy? So one of my closest friends, she had this childhood friend and he was this teeny tiny little guy. And I don't know why I was just so into him for like a good hot second. I could not chill out. I was just like, oh. There was this one time we sat next to each other and his knee touched my knee, bitch. I thought I was going to die. <laughs> and this motherfucker's over here looking like a gremlin, like a whole troll. And you're like, oh, my God, that's my thing. Like, I love Oh, my it. God. No, he was cute, whatever. Oh. But he was just like, like, no. And I look back at her now and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> Dude, I have one like that, too. So they love bomb the shit out of me. Um, and it's like, I let my guard down. I let my guard down, bro. And this motherfucker cheated on me. Anyway, that's a whole nother story for another day. But it's like, it reminds me of that meme that that clip that's going around social media. It's like, uh, is it Maury where he's like, is that your man? Look at the screen. Is that your man? (laughs) And she goes, yeah, that's my man. I, I claim that that's my man. And I'm like, oh my God, I feel attacked as fuck. Like, right. you're like my damn. friends are like, bitch, you're beautiful and you're this and you're that. Like you deserve some somebody better. I'm like, but I love him. Like I know he's got, <laughs> I know he's on his third baby mama and has no job, but I love him. What? No, hang on. Wait a minute. Whoa. I'm just kidding. No job. <laughs> I just... said, nigga ain't even working, bitch. What are you thinking? <laughs> You're like, wait a damn minute, Mecca. <laughs> yeah, but that's my cringy crush. I have a lot of those, and a lot of them like to slide in my yeah. DM still. And I'm like, yeah, stop, know what? stop reminding me, please. Same. I'm I'm like, I've always been that girl where like, even when I was young, like, okay, first of all, I didn't even start dating or anything until I was like 20 years old. Yeah. So let's start there. Like I really did not. I was not like there was just a bunch of things that just was not happening. Anyway, so <laughs> um even like when I think about it even back to when I was young, like I always had a crush, but like even if the opportunity for it to evolve past that happened, I'd be like, "Nah, fam. That's not what's happening here." <laughs> I'm sorry, you're confused. <laughs> but that crush oh man i'd be crushing Mm. head over heels for no reason for like a good like two months and then you just wake up one day and you're like yeah that was fun (laughs) and then you're just like okay next (laughs) and then you've got something else to focus on um i have a good one all Mm. she put and i'm I'm assuming it's a she but i guess it could have been a he um don't like swallowing with like a sad face and honestly bitch i'm gonna tell you right now I, none of us like it. None of us like it. Okay, babe. So here's what we're going to like, open up the, <laughs> open up the conversation because right. nobody wants to taste that, especially right. if diet. That's not what you're planning for on a Friday night, especially if his diet is like 
Mountain Dews and McDonald's. You know what I mean? Like, that's oh god, it's gonna be rancid as fuck. Just be ready. But what you do yeah. is you, and this is probably gonna sound like a, you know, everybody's tip, but swallow it like a shot. I mean, does not doesn't everybody do that, right? You just swallow it like a shot. Mm-hmm. Just take that shit like a like a shot of Patron. And yeah, you're not your breath while you drinking it for fun. Yeah, just close your eyes, try not to think. How much better is that than like having to do the whole embarrassing walk of like running to the bathroom and spitting it out? Because I used to do that too, because I was just like scared, not scared, but I wasn't comfortable with swallowing. Sometimes you can just make a mess. Sometimes you can, but like, (laughs) girl, I will not make a mess. I will take that shit to the head before I'll make a mess on this bed because. No, not on the bed. Just make a mess on him. Yeah, I don't like that either, though anyway yeah so (laughs) i was just like that's so funny that you said that because i was talking to my friend the other day about how she will not like will avoid at all costs to even go down there Mm. and do all that how you avoid it is actually you just you just start with head Mm -hmm. you never finish with that yes yep like just don't finish with head you could just circumvent that shit Mm -hmm. but like and also too to be honest like in a serious relationship, why am I swallowing? Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's why. Well, if you're getting a BJ, like we're fucking for real. What the fuck? We've been together how many years? You're right. I'm knock your ass out. Knock <laughs> your ass out. Like, what the fuck did you think this was? I don't know what. What is another way to, like, without spitting it out? you know and not swallowing like if you don't because some girls just really don't want it in their mouth and like fair enough mm-hmm. you know but like if you're not you, just be, control, you can uh, just use yourself as like target practice you could either way it's got to go somewhere it's got to go somewhere so. you could also just like be prepared um and just have a rag ready sis and just grab that shit by the time he's there he won't even care what the fuck you do with it just right just put a rag on that hoe and call it a day and move on and then no, you, you know what some of them some of them care it's like a kink i think like oh like some guys are really specific you're right about how, like where yeah they're really into it because mm-hmm. you know yeah. how different it is for guys and girls like that moment post nut the post nut clarity i think we talked about <laughs> it a little bit like I how think so. a girl like i will masturbate and like have however many orgasms we're not counting who is and then i'll wake up and clean the whole house i'll turn on turn on some music i'll watch tv i might take a nap i'm like i'm chilling i'm happy but a guy will sit there and like their whole life will flash before their eyes and he's like this bitch ain't even cute no more like like, this how i gotta get out of here it's like the the vibes are very different when a guy comes versus when a girl comes i think yeah definitely on that note i think that's it for the week well thank you guys so much for tuning in also go ahead and follow us on instagram you can check me out at unofficially felicia and i'm on instagram at rosa p garcia 95 and of course make sure to rate and review y'all guess what with five stars wherever you get your podcast and we'll catch y'all next week see y'all next time bye